Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 1037 WEEI. All right, back here on Mark and Kitchen. Um, Patriots-Giants this weekend. Big game if you're talking about the number one overall pick. I would say try, but lose. I mean, so many things at play here, different directions that the organization is trying to go, that Bill Belichick might be trying to go. Uh, The quarterback is trying to save his career. Another quarterback trying to start his career. I don't know what they're going to do. It'll be interesting, and then that's probably going to be the end of the drama once the – well, I shouldn't say that because trying to lose the game or or seeing if the Patriots do lose the game – uh, and watching this game will be different than a lot of games I've watched in the past, a lot of Giants games we've watched in the past, Kitch. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, here, here we are where we are. Let's talk to Matt and Warwick. If, is Matt still on the line? Talk to yeah, Matt. What's up, I'm, I'm here, buddy. Yep. What's going on, Matt? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, yeah, so obviously the NFL getting a bye week is usually a really good thing. I think just as this season is gone, this is going to be the exact opposite. Having that game in Germany – and like just having that messed up ending, not really known. Maybe the team knew, but maybe not really known who's the quarterback. And Mac Jones, I think, will start. And this whole thing of being thankful and playing the game that he loves is going to be last about as long as the first quarter interception. Because I think the Giants are actually playing for Daybold. And I think we're going to see the Patriots come out super flat and get completely run over. Let's not forget, everyone like wants, it is a funny joke with the DeVito kid, but. He threw three touchdowns last week against Washington. So what was the last time we even had a QB three throw three touchdowns? I was just looking back. I could, I was back two years. I couldn't find it. Um, and just lastly, um, I think what you guys were just saying, like, you know, how tight are the windows are in the NFL, which is totally true. But, um, you know, watching this kid like CJ Stroud and, and what we've seen in the past with Brady, you know, throwing guys open is, is just something that we, again, we haven't seen um, with this team. Like, Throwing to a spot, you know, the seven yard out and having the ball out of the quarterback's hands before, you know, in the break for the run receiver, like, you know, that's a big part of it too. And that's that's schematically, you know, how how the receivers are spaced and whatnot. You know, I, I don't care about like all the talent. If you if you play in the NFL, you know, as a as a professional football player, you know, these guys should be able to make catches if that's the case. If you're being thrown open and and you're spaced correctly. But uh, that's all I got today. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah, but um, see, to me, that that shows that there is a golf in talent. Um, you know, yes, it feels like all these guys should be able to catch everything. Well, that kind of shows you the guys that do catch everything. They're the special ones. 
Um, Mac Jones threw three touchdowns against Philly opening night. Am I wrong? Uh, I don't have the stats in front of me. But Didn't he throw not... two to Bourne and one to Henry? Yeah. Not that I'm in any way defending Mac Jones, but I'm I'm not gonna. Look, I'm not gonna like. It's as simple as this. Say he I, hasn't done things that he has done. I think we've known what Mac Jones is. I think Mac Jones is one of those types of quarterbacks with the correct support system around him. He can be successful to a point. Okay. Now, where, where everybody's getting all up in arms and all worked up is it went from that to something completely pathetic. And who's to blame? Well, obviously the head coach and Bill Belichick. That's why everybody's so upset, including me. But ultimately, even if things were as, as you know, if they stayed on the trajectory of Mac Jones as a rookie, you were probably looking at a, at a very, very outside possibility at being even a contender. You know what I mean? I mean, you might have, might have, if you had everything working, shown up in the AFC Championship game, maybe. And you would have had to have a loaded roster, loaded, with every, you know, player impacting the game on a certain level. I just don't think that that was realistic based on Bill Belichick's MO and, and what he, you know, the trajectory of some of the draft picks he's made in recent years. Mac Jones was what he was. He, he had a ceiling. It's just a shame that they didn't at least get closer to that over the course of the last two years based on what we saw with a rookie. And the other thing I'm going to just say real quick, C.J. Stroud, Kitch, that yeah. is what a quarterback's supposed to look like. If you want to talk about a high-level upside, that is when we talk about the college game and the passing nowadays, and if a quarterback can really play, you're going to know it fast. We've talked about that on this show a lot. There mm -hmm. you go. That is example 1A. If a quarterback can play, you're going to know it fast. He's going to show What's up, and he's going to be able to play. That's a future Do you remember how right awful there. he looked against the Patriots in the preseason game? In the preseason game, yes. No, 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 I know, I know, I know. But still, it looked really bad. It was like, oh, my God, this kid might not be able to play in this league. And it's just a preseason game, and they're trying to figure things out. And then the ball starts rolling for him as you start going along through the season. And, yeah, he looks pretty good. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes back there. Seems pretty comfortable. Right. So what and you want to see not all a about the system. You know what I mean? It's about the guy makes plays. That's what it's about. He makes plays. And things just seem better when he's out there. You know, they just turn around and you feel like you're going to win. And all those things just infuse the team with optimism and everything that's associated with having a winner and a playmaker at quarterback. And it's just, you give him a minute, you know, maybe give him a few weeks. But it's not like in his second, at the end of his second year, is that's when he finally figures it out and starts playing well. It, it doesn't take long. Um you know, I, I wanted to get a little bit on the Celtics in here. And the Celtics catch, do you think that they have cured their late game, their late game woes or whatever was an issue dating back to last year to this point in the season, even with the additions of Drew Holiday and Chris Stapps Porzingis? Are they clear? Are they free of that burden? Of uh, the late game issue? Late game I, I issues. They still have a step they need to figure out. And that is up to Jalen Brown to figure that out. Okay. So because I'm glad he needs you to said figure that. out what his role is going to be in those situations because I feel like he thinks he's like, well, Tatum got the last two. I'm due. It's my turn. I'm glad and, you said that. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just going to ask you one more thing. Me off. The only thing I wanted to ask 
Jalen Brown, they had the meeting that came out this week. Did you read about that? The meeting that they had, the six players that all could have started. Tatum brings him in before the year. We're going to talk about this. And apparently it was, you know, they decided Al Horford would come off the bench. Okay. Good leadership. I like that. I'm down on Jalen Brown. As you should be. I am down on Jalen Brown. I just think, now again, not a basketball head, or I, you know, I didn't play the game at a high level, but it just feels like when he's out there, great athlete, but it's, he's just, it never feels like he's in flow with the basketball game. What, what have I told you for years? You've about said that he's a Brown great athlete playing basketball. And Jason Tatum is a basketball player who's a good athlete. Right. There's a big difference between those two things. And Jalen Brown's still just an athlete figuring out how to play basketball. He's a great athlete. And he's a good basketball player. But it's not like it's that first thing. It's not his instincts are still athleticism versus basketball sense. Um, you know, I, I've been saying this for a while with Brown. Yes, you're obviously going to sign him to that Supermax extension. That's what you're going to do. But is he going to be here for a long time? And the answer is still in my mind, and it should be, is no. I view this as being the last season, maybe last season and a half of Jalen Brown and Green. He's a good player, but he does not know where to fit in or how to fit in. He can take over at times, but he can also be absolutely dreadful at times. He does not know exactly what he should be doing out there at all times. And he gets so caught up in little things like, you know, I need to get mine too. And it doesn't need to be like that. For the first time, I'm starting to come around to it just doesn't feel like it fits. It just doesn't feel like I, I don't you. know. It just doesn't fit. He doesn't fit, whether it's physically with the being a similar type of player to Jason Tatum. I don't know if that's what it is. But you, or look, mentally, look, look. he can't figure out what's the best thing, or maybe it's just an IQ situation. I, I don't know. No, because he's not quite good enough to be that guy. And he's too good to be just a role player. Right. So he doesn't know exactly where to fit into this situation where everyone else knows exactly where they are. Everyone knows, including Tatum, he's the top of the mountain. Everyone knows what Porzingis' role is going to be. Everyone knows what White and Holiday are going to be doing. They know what they're supposed to be doing. Same thing with Al Horford. Now, Jalen Brown, where does that leave you? You're supposed to be the number two scorer on this team. You're supposed to be a good defender. You're not a good defender anymore. And to be honest with you, Porzingis is a better scorer than you. Think about this. Jalen Brown's averaging 21 points a game. Porzingis is 18.9. So let's say it's 21 to 19, two-point difference. Jalen Brown's taking seven more shots, six more shots per game than Porzingis to get two more points. I mean, he's not that efficient. That that's the headline for me. I'm I'm coming around to the to the idea that Jalen Brown should be moved. Um, I just don't think he impacts the game enough. I know he has the high level talent. I know he could. He has the talent of an All NBA second team player. I understand that. But when I watch each game and I look, you know, I understand he can take over at points and he can put the game out of reach and that's fine. First of all, that doesn't happen often enough in the biggest games. So that's no good. 
Um, Mm -hmm. Second of all, late in games where you need your best players to be at their best, he certainly doesn't step up and rise to the occasion in those moments often enough. So that's number two. And then I'm just thinking about the fit. You know, I'm thinking about Denver and how last year those guys and those stars and those players fit so well together. You know, and I think that does matter. And I'm also looking, Kitch, at ex-Celtics teams or prior Celtics teams, Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving, you know, and trying to figure out are we sort of in one of those situations again where they had a lot of those wings, those players, those guys that could have success with the basketball, but there's just only one ball and they just can't figure out how to play together. I mean, Mm -hmm. are we sort of back to that where they just can't figure out how to play together and, and their record is really good. Well, they, they need to figure out rotations a little bit better. That, that's, uh, um, Joe Mazzullo needs to figure that out because if you watch Brown and Porzingis, look what they did in, uh, against Milwaukee the other night. Yeah. Their two-man game was outstanding together. So you have to, they have to, Brown's not going anywhere. You can't trade him right now. Um, you have to figure out rotations where if Tatum's going to be down, Brown and Porzingis have to be out there together. Yeah, figure that out. They work incredibly well off of each other. You have to figure out some rotations. So, so, this, okay, team, we... this team also needs what I've been saying since before the season started, another big. Correct. Because you know what? You've been out getting out rebound every night. And the reason you lost to Orlando, one of the reasons, was that they were just cleaning up offensive rebounds. Now, you couldn't shoot, particularly in the second half for some reason. That just went cold for you. But rebounds are effort. And size. You you guys need more size. You guys need someone out there that, you know, when Porzingis is on the bench and you're going to roll with Horford or something with him, you need someone that's going to go up there and still be able to get you eight, nine rebounds a game. And I thought we saw some of those guys in the preseason. Why haven't they played? Injuries? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's just not ready yet. I mean, I just don't want to see Cornette out there. Cornette was a liability last night, and, and this is what happens. You know, yeah. Porzingis goes out with a calf strain, and then guess what? You got to see Cornette. I don't want to see that. That's not quality depth for a team no. that's trying to win and, a championship. To be honest with you, what I, I what I don't want I want I don't want a three point shooting big as your third big. I want, and I'll tell you the guy who I would take. You know, he's a long way from being a starter in this league anymore, but he could give you 20 to 22 minutes a night and still grab you eight, nine rebounds. Andre Drummond. He's the complete opposite of the two bigs you have, and that's kind of why I'd want that, to give another look in case things are going badly and to change the way the offense is going to attack other teams so other teams can't just get comfortable and know exactly what you're going to do. I'd go after a big like that can help change the perception. Are we back to being you know, questioning the coach. Because if Jalen Brown and Chris Porzingis can show that they can have a really solid and effective two-man game working and the coach isn't calling timeouts in the midst of a 17-0 run, mm. are we back to questioning the coach's capability to handle a team with this level of talent? Um, I don't know about the handle with this level of talent piece of it, but certainly, again, the, the timeout, timeout issue, his philosophy on that is just so ass backwards we can kill him on that but yeah. you're what 17 18 games into the season right now got to give him time to figure out the rotations the other side i'm not going to kill him for those things fine i'm just saying and we're going to go to break right now the only thing the thought i'll leave you with on the celtics it still feels like right now they're winning games with talent opposed to other reasons and that 
worries me as we get, you know, into the bigger games in the spring. You cannot just win a, ta- a championship on talent in the NBA. You have to win it with grit. You have to be clutch. You have to win with defense and effort and energy, culture, the Miami Heat. It need, there needs to be more than just talent. Right now, it feels like it's overwhelmingly talent that has gotten the Celtics to this point. Now, talent's huge. You need talent, but you need those other things. And I think we were hoping to see some of those other things that we haven't seen quite yet. So that's my big takeaway to where we are right now in the season. Plenty of time. We've seen signs. I need to see a little bit more other than just talent. All right, when we get back, rapid fire. This is Martin Kitchen, 103.7 WEI. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.